Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Uh, we just uh, got to take care of some business. My business. Top 1071 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. I need information. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, I mentioned this earlier and I wanted to bring Miss Shannon in on this one. Russia and Tom Cruise are about to battle it out, guys. Yeah, Rush, yeah, yeah, yeah. Russia yeah. <laughs> and a TV channel is trying to Russian TV channel, excuse me, is trying to beat out Tom to the punch to film a movie in the outer space realm before he does, guys. That's what they're trying to do. They're so it's really Elon Musk versus Russia, right? When you think about it, because Elon Musk is the one that's helping him with SpaceX and getting him to the International Space Station because he is the one who has the actual space ships. Yes. So. <laughs> I mean, yes. Tom is a runner, but he can't run to the International Space Station. <laughs> that, that is true. Right. He was set to begin filming in, in early 2022, but because of COVID and everything, it's been pushed back even farther. Russia is trying to swoop in and get something started in 2021, and they've even started putting out a casting role, or started casting <laughs> roles for it, too. So. Uh, I am just excited to uh, have something like this be the big thing. Me, too. You know, like, <laughs> gonna get there first and yes. you, like, first of all i i'm fine with cgi i'm okay that they don't have you know, just pretend you're in space exactly we, we have imagination you can pretend you're in space you can pretend you're in the ocean all those things you yes. don't have to really go don't but, go in the ocean right but good for elon and tom <laughs> do it true true <laughs> fight now moving from outer space over to oregon have you guys uh, watched the roll-offs at all it's a tlc show have no uh-uh. no about uh the roll-off oh. family is about a family that owns a farm out in oregon and they basically it's a uh, there, there's some uh, little people oh, in their family, yes. okay. right? Little, little people, people, big, big world, world. Okay. right? Yes. Okay. So yes. Amy yes. Roloff and I think Matt is her original husband. They mm-hmm. got divorced a few years ago, and Amy found a new man in her life, Chris Merrick, and okay. they've been set to get married for a long time now. But with COVID and everything, uh, it kind of pushed things aside. But they will finally set a date now for 2020. Or excuse me, 2021. Congratulations to them. Yeah. I, I, okay, this is going to sound mean, but my friends who are not little people had a mini money. Why are they not having yeah. a mini money? That's that is not just about their size. That's about the <laughs> why do you have to have a giant wedding? That's true. In COVID land. A mini money. A mini money. Yes. That's just what they're called. I'm with you. I don't, yeah. I'm not a fan of big weddings in the first place. So right? this whole COVID thing is a reason for I would, I should have got married during COVID. I could have been my excuse not to have a big wedding. <laughs> Are you successfully in a relationship? Was this on deck anyway? No. Yeah, we're we're ready to get it done here. So she's, this is how your lady friend is finding out that you're being cheap. No, she's actually on board with me. We're we're in the mindset of let's put the money towards our house. Let's oh. have a little bit of a barbecue and well, we're going to spend our money wisely. No so problem good. at all. You do Love that. It. I'll be your DJ. Yeah. Oh, well, we got it worked out. We're all worked out. Love it. <laughs> done. 
done deal. Now, lastly, this is fun. Washington, D.C. has declared last Thursday, December 25th, Anthony Fauci Day. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I guess his birthday was on December 25th, his 80th birthday, guys. Can you believe he's 80? Wow. No, yeah, I, I didn't think a that Christmas either. Christmas baby. Yeah, so he's uh, born, his 80th birthday, and like I said, Washington, D.C. declared it Anthony Fauci Day, and he basically usually said that he would be spending the time with his family in Virginia, but this year he took it in with his wife, mm-hmm. and he also says that his uh, good genes credit him for looking so young. His dad lived to be 97 years old and never looked even close to that age. So. Yeah, it seems to be working, so whatever's in his diet, I'm going to listen to that as well. Yeah. Keep lis- it going. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to whatever he tells me to do 100%. <laughs> for more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Happy Monday, everyone. You are listening to My Talk 107.1. Maybe you're streaming us at mytalk1071.com. It is the Donna and Steve show, but this is the time of year that I like to call the My Talk uh, roulette wheel, real, roulette wheel <laughs> yes. of... My talk host. Um, I am actually Miss Shannon. Don is here with us as well, Miss Don McLean. And uh, we got Grant hanging out with us over there. So good to see all of you. Happy uh, holidays. I'm going to say that at least until New Year's. Yeah, I'm with you. New Year's. Keep yeah. it up. Yeah. So I like that. So I have not had a chance to check in with the two of you. So, of course, I'm going to ask, how was your holiday? Was it Mary? Oh, for sure. Oh, good. Good. I'm kind of confused about what day it is. I know it's supposed <laughs> to be Monday, but it just it feels so weird, you know, to have days off. Yes, so, I'm sure. <laughs> so Thursday rolls around and I'm like, what is it Saturday? <laughs> Thursday felt like Saturday. Friday felt like Sunday. And then there were two more days. It actually made me feel anxious. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I just got to get back to work. I know <laughs> that's that makes me kind of sad for you. You should <laughs> You work really hard, McLean. Uh, no, you should I mean, be able was, to enjoy your time off, not just feel so discombobulated that you can't oh, actually. It's okay. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for me. I have a job, but you know. Um, but it's funny because I will prep constantly. Yes. Like I was prepping for stories. Every single day, looking you're like, for I don't stories need these. for Grant Sturt alerts, <laughs> yeah. like for five days. Um, but no, I had a great time. You know, got some really fun gifts. I got a weighted blanket that's oh, nice. helping me sleep better. Mm-hmm. And I have um, one of those for my kiddo. He enjoys it as well. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. that's great. It's just kind of cocooned you. Here's and- what I did. So I mean, because we kind of we're all spread out. My my younger sisters and my mom live in the Twin Cities as well. Okay. Um, but my youngest sister, she and her husband had a baby a month ago. So they're all like in their own little pod. And my middle sister lives at my mom's house. And so um, what I was going to do. So this is the first time in a while that I didn't have my kiddo with me just because, you know, my ex and I, his dad and I just were like, well, there's no point in the transition back and forth just right. for this day. You just, mm-hmm. he can just come. He normally comes home on Sunday nights. He can just come home on Sunday nights. He doesn't care. Yeah. Um, so I lost track of time in a completely different way than you did, Don. So <laughs> I was, I'm just so used to just having to keep track of his schedule and my schedule. And a lot of it is very Zoom school, Zoom, oh. um, Zoom school and Zoom um, therapy related. So our schedule, our, our schedule is very, very laid out. So last week when I'm just left in my own devices and I'm not paying attention to all these pings, I, for some reason, was sure that Christmas 
was Thursday the 24th. Like, I was sure. Like, I got up up Thursday (laughs) and was sure that that was the day. And I'm like, okay, I got to go drop off the presents and I got to get everything done. So I got up, made some tea, you know, played played Pokemon Go and then, like, (laughs) went to go drop off the presents. And I get to my mom's house and my sister's like, well, I'll open it tomorrow. I'm like, why would you do that? Because I was sure it was Christmas. <laughs> wow. So I'm like, why are you putting things off until tomorrow? And I realized what it was is that my brain reset to instead of Christmas is the 25th, uh-huh. it's Christmas is Thursdays like Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> what it is. I, 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 I'm fine with Good this logic. Right. I get it. I get my it. brain's like yeah. Thursdays, you know, and I'm like, no, this isn't that holiday. This is a date holiday, not a day holiday. So did she say, um... It's the 24th? Yeah. Well, they all went, the Christmas is tomorrow. And I was like, oh, so at least I was early. Yeah. <laughs> Not late. Sure. Right. So oh. at least I didn't ruin Christmas by like showing up on New Year's Day going, hello. You know, it's a, it's the first, right? So at least I was like all on it. I'm like, well, dropping everything off. You know. So it actually was an a, a extra peaceful Christmas for me because I didn't have to do anything. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. I got to just hang out. And it was nice. It's funny whenever you have those days where you're like, wow, I don't have to do anything today. And how quickly the time goes by. Right? I'm like, I've been playing this game Mm. for two hours. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just started. Right. That's how I feel, too. And the only, I'm similar in schedule to you, Dawn, in that I'm always running around doing Mm -hmm. something. So the only way I have days where I don't have anything to do are like that, where it's an accident and a bunch of things cancel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Whenever like, I made a mistake or somebody I know couldn't do something or a show canceled, then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I have the whole day to myself on accident. I love it. I absolutely love it. I never take it personally. When people are like, hey, I'm kind of not feeling like getting together. I'm like, cool, do you? Yeah. <laughs> do you. Do you is all good. So, I, yeah, I had probably the most peaceful holiday I've had in years. Wow. <laughs> I have this accident. thing where I, um, even on the weekends and, and days off, I have to keep the same nap schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't always happen, but yeah. Designated I mean, just, napping time. It's like, I, and then I get mad because I'm like, look, at it's it's dark again. You know? <laughs> It's like, no, it's dark outside now because it lasts into like past 430 and then, you know, the sun's gone down. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm, I kind of want to just stay home since I have to, I've had to come in to work every day. Uh, Now, MC, my boyfriend, he works from home. Okay. So he's always looking for a reason to be like, do you need to go to the store? And I'm like, I don't want to go. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't you need to go to Target? And I'm like, no. I'm the same please. way. I, come I home. just want to stay home. Yep. Lily's at home waiting for me to get home. Hey, what do you want to do? Nothing. I've been playing, <laughs> as she said, roulette with this station yeah. for the last five days. I really just want to sit on the couch. Yeah, right. for sure. I don't want to go anywhere. And it's like, I've stocked up enough food to where I can make it. I might be eating graham crackers on the last day, but that's okay. Hey, you know what I mean? Make I them just... gourmet. Dunk them in whatever you have handy. And he's willing fine. to get me anything you know it's just like i ran out of my my uh Zevias, which is mm-hmm. uh you know your fake sugar yeah fake sugar mm-hmm. soda so he got me some of those mm-hmm. but yeah my son drinks those as well because i make him like he yeah. <laughs> he would rather have coca-cola but i'm sure. like no this is what mom's buying you zero calories right. and it's, it's stevia so it's a natural
You know? Right, right. No, but I get it. I get it. So, I mean, I'm glad that everybody had a, a good and peaceful holiday, <laughs> even yeah. though it may not have been uh, planned <laughs> to be that way. That worked out really well. Yes. So I got uh, I got some interesting presents this year. I think the most interesting Ooh. one I got is that my younger sister gave me Yeti wine glasses. I don't want to call them glasses, oh. cups, whatever. They're super heavy and super fancy. I was like, I didn't even know Yeti made. I didn't know that wine. either. Yeah, they're little like hand tumblers, right? Yes, they're exactly. awesome. Yeah. I'm like, this is surprisingly the most durable but bougie gift I have ever received. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I was very impressed. Oh, yeah, I see them now. That's cool. Yes, yes. So Very good. And you got new garage doors? Yes, I oh, did get new garage doors. Okay, huge. let's go to break and we can yes. talk about that because that was really a present to myself. But uh, we Love also want to, uh, we're going to check in, of course, with some of our favorite celebrities and how they might be uh, making some not favorite moves, including uh, Jennifer Anderson and what she had on her tree. When we get back, you're listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071, streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I hope they're enjoying a little more holiday time off. I am Miss Shannon here with my good friend Don McLean, and our producer Grant is with us as well. Um, you know, Don, I know you, I, I knew you would see all of these stories because you do not know how to take a day off. So I was not surprised. <laughs> I knew no matter what I threw in the grid that you like, yeah, of course Don knows about it. No, so, how yeah. annoying. <laughs> Why is that annoying? I just know you're that person. Oh. Um, but I also, and I heard you talking about this earlier, I was listening uh, as we were talking about Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yes. Um, and Jennifer Aniston, and, and for everybody out there who's catching up, uh, Jennifer Aniston had a picture. She's, I mean, she always has a picture. But she got a brand new ornament for her tree, and it says, Our First Pandemic. And, of course, as is prone to happen when a celebrity puts up something like that, the internet went insane right and people are so unhappy right now right and they're going through so much with the pandemic that they're like okay listen here little miss celebrity you i just can't deal with you and i think that we have found that with a number of celebrities during the pandemic where they thought they were doing something relatable but then all of the rest of us are like that is absolutely not relatable and you were proving it because i think we're kind of okay with celebrities doing uh, super bougie celebrity type things when they acknowledge that and know that that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, but when they act like, I'm having a hard time just like you, and it's like, you absolutely are not. It's whenever, you know, you kind of forget <laughs> that they're not just like you until right. moments like this yes. where you go, oh, you're so out of touch. Yes. You know, uh, people taking it so seriously. Here's the thing. We haven't, you know, if you've experienced COVID in a variety of ways, maybe you've lost your job. People, everybody's having a different experience. Right. And we all share, we're trying to share in that, um, the experience of, if people have had, like Donna, for instance, she's had, uh, family members pass away. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like things like that really hit home where it's like our friends, our family members, yeah. our right. people that we love. Like it's thrown my kid so and our and our whole school schedule into a complete turmoil to the point that I'm probably going to hold him back a year. Yeah. Because I am just not as good at this as his teachers are. <gasps> it's so tough. Yeah. Oh, I yes. can't. Yeah. I cannot imagine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Earning. Being a working mom or a working dad and having to try to get your kids through school at the right. same time. I could all... Oh. It's exhausting. It would and be so, so hard. And, and the I teachers are worn out. And, right. You know, I have a friend who's a teacher who ended up, she just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And she just, it was hard for her, but she decided to leave the position. Right. Now, there was somebody who was able to, her assistant was able to step into that position and she knew that. But she's like, I literally cannot. Right. And I think that that's happening in a lot of little micro communities uh, Mm -hmm. right now. So when you're a Jennifer Aniston, I think it's also a matter of the kind of expectations we have for a Jennifer Aniston. Mm -hmm. And there's certain (laughs) there's certain actors that were like, okay, here is what your type is. Mm -hmm. And that's us generalizing, of course. And they are actually human beings different than than we have decided that they, they are based upon the beloved characters that they are. But mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston is just not allowed to be that person. If, if, and I thought hard about this, like who could have posted that? And I would have been like, okay, not my style, but I get you. Mark Maron. Mark Maron. I was going to say Sarah Silverman. Bill yeah. Burr. If, Bill Burr. Sarah, any of those people. If they had done comedians. that. Comedians. Like a lot of my friends who I already know have a dark sense of humor. That would have worked. Even if I think I, you know, and I even was, was thinking about from a musical standpoint, and I don't think that they would do this. But let's say a Billie Eilish or somebody did something like that. Uh-huh. You might go, OK, we get it. And they're being, you know. It's counterculture, all these things and what they're 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 doing. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Jennifer Aniston, it just looked like she was just tone deaf and bougie. <laughs> and so it just didn't work. And the we immediately think it's not as hard for you. Right. Right. Honestly, you think it's not as hard for you and in, no matter what you go through, whether it be having to shoulder medical costs or if somebody that you know needed help like right. it's, it's also a struggle to see other people struggle and not be able to help them right you know i find it like hard to see friends who have lost jobs and i don't i cannot you know i cannot help them and pay for their you know, just, there's so much i'm honestly just watching a lot of my friends have a very very difficult journey with their mental health right now yeah and True. you know as someone who just dabbles in the anxiety world not nearly as much as some of my friends family and counterparts mm-hmm. it's 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 heartbreaking to watch, yeah. you know, how people are having such a difficult time with this and just, you know, you can't just go, well, just suck it up. We'll all be fine. We mm-hmm. don't know that. Yeah. And so you can't just tell people that. So someone like Jennifer Aniston that we know has the most access then being seeming like she's like, well, I'm in a position. Do you think it's maybe just for her? It's a too soon moment. Like it's a hashtag too soon. Like she can make light of it because she's going to be quote unquote okay probably regardless mm-hmm. and there that i don't want to make that 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 you know it's you know covid is non-discriminatory in a certain things and that you know if you get sick you you it could be you could be the one that it gets really bad mm-hmm. or it's not but she's also not part of that pool of people who we know statistically it would be worse for. <laughs> so that's right. You know, who don't mm-hmm. have access to health care, underprivileged, yes. you know, BIPOC community, all these people that are like having a harder time with it than a Jennifer Aniston. So I think that's part of the reason why people are like, 
how like you're tone deaf on so many levels and she <laughs> did use like well so another person pointed out that she used her social media to highlight um uh small businesses mm-hmm. uh on uh, christmas eve or or christmas day instead of posting pictures of a big lavish meal or something so she has done things that are good for people right. during the pandemic but we have laser focus and mm-hmm. we will only see those things and just but you know what it's she gonna is, be done in a couple of days everyone will she's forget. perfectly imperfect like That's i don't true. think yeah. this is bad enough that she's gonna get canceled no um she's not you know i think there are other people out there that have um a a you know, well, there's other pe- other celebrities that we've watched in the in the media who I think are having a pattern of bad behavior that mm-hmm. may not be, and it's usually I feel like she's one of those high level celebrities. Those the because Jennifer Aniston calls us a lister, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like it's the C and D listers that I'm just like, okay, could you stop? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like oh, I just forgot his name. Uh, Cameron, what's his face? Um. Don, I know you know what I'm Cameron talking about. Cameron Crowe. No. No, Well, no, there was no, that no, singer no, no, Wallen, no. that guy, that uh, Wallen from SNL. He was out partying. He got kicked out of SNL. No, and then- there's oh, a guy, yeah, and uh, Amy is going to be so mad at me because I shouldn't have brought the story up if I couldn't remember his name. Um, but he's been doing um, caroling tours in, like, L.A. Oh, yes. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, help me with that. Is he on a Gotham? Cameron Monahan? No, no, no. It's an old oh. D-lister oh. dude. It's a, it's a previous... He's from Star Wars. He was in. He was a no, character in Star no, Wars. No, yeah, the caroling. No, yeah, yeah. no this is a this is a old <laughs> sitcom kid dude. Mm. Oh, 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 Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Thank you. Yes, oh, that's what I'm like. What it's is not it? somebody... I don't know. I don't know this story. What is it? <laughs> oh, he's been doing like these quote-unquote dissident caroling things, like getting together people and going, we're all going to not worry about the the lockdown and just go caroling oh. in a group. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You don't agree with the things that are going on right now, but could you just not? Like, oh. it's not... Like, this... His little mini protest about like, let's not ruin Christmas... I, I know just, why I didn't click on it because I don't like him anymore. Ah, see? <laughs> I didn't click on the story because I used to be so in love with him when he was on Growing Pains. Right. And he was like my TV boyfriend. I used to tape the show every day or every week that it was on and watch it on repeat, like repeatedly. Just like I would know his lines and I would just watch little funny moments with him. So I saw some story and I went, ugh. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like when this popped up in my entertainment weekly feed, because it sends all the little headlines to my my phone. I was like, come on, Kirk Cameron. He is one of those people. I'm going, are you? He's so like D-lister now that it just seems distasteful, you know, kind of thing. Yes. Like it just seems like you're just out there causing trouble because he's been doing these maskless Christmas oh, carol I protest things. So see what I'm saying? So that's what I'm going. I think. When he, when they do that and it's repeated bad behavior, that even if you do feel this way, and I know that masks are, are are highly polarizing, I understand that. And so anybody who's listening right now, if this isn't your jam, I get it. It isn't your jam. Him starting these little mini protests, I just don't see as, you know how that is productive. I guess um, you're allowed to say whatever you want if he wants to put it on his social media stuff, but having these maskless protests just really seems short-sighted and non-productive as far as I was concerned. So I'm really not as as upset with Jennifer Aniston and her ornament. <laughs> All things considered. Well, that is so true. Right. If you compare, compare the two, let's <laughs> right. focus. On, we got a lot of focus on Jennifer Aniston. Uh, that's going one, around, but yeah. not a lot of people talking about how he could be 
you know, putting people in danger. At risk. Yeah. She's really just putting something bad. I'm like, you know, if your dog ate it, I'd be more concerned about the dog's digestion than I would about you losing your ornament. <laughs> and the, Alexis pointed out that she bought it from a maker, like an Etsy maker. So right. it's like she was supporting a small business. Right. So, okay, there's a silver lining. <laughs> it's better than oh boy. nothing. Yeah, we and gotta I, forgive her. I mean, she's just, you know, obviously she it's like a tongue in cheek, sarcastic right. thing. You know, it wasn't like obviously it's a joke, but people don't want to joke about this. Right. There's and people don't want it. They, they don't want to joke with Jennifer Aniston, who has no proof that she's good at it. So I think that's <laughs> Right. You're not like, good at jokes. Exactly. You don't get to joke. <laughs> you get to come up with signature hairstyles that everyone wants. That's yeah. what you get to do. Is that we all go, I want movies, that. But we don't see her as a comedian no. or somebody who's slinging jokes every weekend at I the wonder, Comedy Cellar. That would be funny if she's sitting in her way. How come no one thinks I'm funny? <laughs> right. I hang out with all the funny people. I I'm hang funny out too. with Chelsea Handler, <laughs> so that makes me funny. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> well, we promise to be funny throughout the rest of the show. I'm Michelle. I don't know about me. I've Come on. Already... Yes, okay. Come on, Don. Stay the course. We'll okay. get there. We'll get there together. That's my friend Don McClay. Also, our producer Grant is with us. We'll be back with some baby news, yeah. some baby news in the celebrity world here on My Talk 1071. It's the Donna and Steve show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. Donna and Steve are still out, so I'm Shannon here with Donna mm-hmm. McLean. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Getting the party going. Uh, Don, you can leave with this one. You can yeah. listen. This is some good news. Some How, good news. I just want to point out that mm-hmm. that song by Harry Styles is yes. called uh, Harry Styles is called Golden. Yes. And part of this story involves somebody named Golden. <laughs> Well done. Okay. I was like, what are the chances? I mean, the universe I, is aligning for us. And today, that was Don. the shortest commercial break. Can we point out? Ever. <laughs> Ever. There's a lot I'm of like, those. I have 45 seconds. Okay. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I yeah. work normally on Sundays. That yeah. is, I'm accustomed to. You're like, there are no commercial <laughs> breaks right. in on the weekend. Nope. Okay. So uh, the big news in entertainment, as far as baby news goes, is that Nick Cannon is a dad for the fourth time. Congratulations, Mr. Cannon, your so, lovely wife. He already has a, a son named mm-hmm. Golden mm-hmm. with his uh, girlfriend. Brittany Bell, and they announced on Christmas Day that she gave birth to a baby girl named Powerful Queen. I love that. Powerful Queen <laughs> Cannon. I, and I wonder, they're going to call her Queen. Yeah. I just think the name's going to be Queen. It's like nobody's going to call her Powerful. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if you, the only problem with names like this that are so like a specific, like if your name is happy yeah. and you're not happy all the time, <laughs> you know, that's kind of like, My- our, yeah, that's, it's tricky. And if she doesn't feel like a powerful queen all the time, maybe she's going to be an introvert. Oh. You never know. And then her name is something like powerful queen. That's why I think she'll just go with queen. And I, I have a friend, a good friend of mine, his, his technical government name is Master. And oh. nobody calls. I, I mean, his family maybe does. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, 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 none of us that just hang out with them. Right. We call him Zeke. You know, kind okay. of thing. Which was really just a random name we picked out of a hat. Oh, because you hated the first one. We so were kind of just like, you, are you we, cool with us not calling you master? He's like, nobody wants to call me master. Yeah, so, that like, is not cool. I don't like that at all. I completely agree no, with Zeke. he's allowed with it. You know, it's all right. And his dad, and he happens to be, you know, BIPOC. It, there's lots of reasons why it's okay that his name is master. Okay. We're just not calling him that. Yeah. 
It's like, I'm not going to call you master. Exactly. I mean, it's like, that's, you know, that's a, when I'm in my cosplay, maybe. But yeah. today, no. Um, <laughs> and he's a lot younger than I am. So I'm like, that's certainly not happened. Like, he, like that's how we got to be friends. It's like, he's one of my old assistants. And so like, yeah. when I, from back in the day when I was a re- promotions director, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not having a team lead named master. Yeah. <laughs> that just no, seems weird. No. <laughs> Great um, guy and all. You're Zeke. Yeah. Is what we landed on. Oh, yeah. yeah. I agree. So. But I think it's, you know, it when you're picking those names, I, at least I think it, that they, they pick, you know, they're like, we are the people that use these kind of names. So you don't have a couple of the kids where they all have these really, like, it's not Lisa and then Marie and then all of a sudden powerful queen. Yeah, it's true. You know? That's true. <laughs> that so would they make have it weird. Golden mm-hmm. and then they have powerful queen. And his other kids with ex-wife Mariah Carey are Moroccan and Monroe. Yes. So those are all fantastic names. Exactly. And celebrities, they can get away with this. Because Mm -hmm. honestly, when you think about Powerful Queen growing up, she's probably not going to have to work at Burger King. No. You know what I mean? Like, she will have power just because her her dad is Nick Cannon. (laughs) And she's not going to be in, like... A school where she has to worry about getting bullied, probably, where they're like, oh, you think you're a queen? I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, I don't think I'm a queen. They named me this. Right. I doubt (laughs) if people will pick on her. Everyone will probably. I don't know how kids are nowadays, because if when I was in school, if Mm -hmm. we had at my school a celebrity's kid, everyone would want to be their friend. But now I could see how that would put a target on your back. Right. You watch The Crown. I don't. Okay. Well, Prince Charles gets bullied Mm -hmm. in the crown. Like, and that surprised me that when he went away to boarding school, he had a hard time. Uh, and Prince Philip as well, because kids just wanted to pick on him because he was Prince Charles. Right. And I think that there's some scenarios where that would be the problem because you would, they would stick out because they're like, well, you're not like the rest of us. Right. I think that now we've created certain little pods where you can be, well, we're all kind of like this. And mm-hmm. I think that that famous is different. So I think that like, even though they're famous, their kids may not. It depends on what kind of setting they put them in. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, some kids that are famous now, their parents aren't famous, but they end up YouTube stars. And so the kid is famous. Oh, so there's sure. so many different permutations of yeah. what makes you, quote unquote, special yeah. and gets you to the point that maybe you don't feel like you're bullying. But I think bullying is so pervasive. It can happen anywhere. That's true. You know, so you never want to say it won't happen to this person or they'll be you know insulated from it. And that's one of the unfortunate things about bullying is that it's every day, all day for some people out there. And that's terrible that yeah. kids have to put up with it. Kids and young adults. And even like there's grownups that get bullied. So bullying in general is just, I think, something that we don't think about how how emotionally impactful that is for some people. And you want to set them up for success by right. naming them something that isn't going to bring attention to them. Like sometimes people, that's why there are laws against naming certain kids names, right. certain things. Um, but so I think she'll do okay. You I know, think she's so too. she's going to be fine. We're worried about her, but I think she's already fine. She probably already has. I mean, she already has more money in a trust fund than we'll ever make in our life. <laughs> right. Let's be clear about this. Right. <laughs> Speaking of more money than we'll ever make in our life. Yes. Okay, that Neverland Ranch story. Oh. <laughs> so this is 78% off. That's what it's right. sold for, you know? It's yeah. 78% off. That's a great deal that uh this billionaire Ron Burkle he was a one-time associate of Michael Jackson and co-founded the investment firm that um, actually took over 
let's see, that investment firm had a lot to do with Michael Jackson. Right. Um, so he bought it for $22 million. That is such a good deal. I mean, it is on 2,700 acres near right. Santa Barbara. 22 structures. Yes. Including a 12,000 square foot Normandy style mansion. Yes. Bunch of guest house, all these things. Here's what. Uh, so, does it say? Um, does it say what they're going to do with this Colony Capital, the 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 investment fund that they do with it? They it doesn't say, but I would, you know, this has got to be a museum. I mean, turn it into a Graceland. Yes, do you think that um, and a, and the way we're doing Paisley Park now, it has to be. Nobody uh, who wants to live there and just roam around. I don't. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Super weird. I, I think it would be weird, but are people going to target it? Like, are they constantly going to have picketers outside or... You know, people that would want to somehow. Do you mean if it turns into a a Graceland or yeah. a Paisley Park? Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I think there will always be a handful of people that will be there picketing, but there will also be millions of people that still support him. I would want to go. go. I would go. Yeah. yeah. I would buy a ticket to go through to see where he lived and the lifestyle that he had. I, yeah, I would definitely check it out. I myself. would too. Yeah. I would too. So, so I think that there, you know, and we would have to walk past. Some people that are like, you're the worst for wanting to go and look at this. And we would just have to be okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, and like, is this going to make me lose sleep? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Judge me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's going to happen. That's yeah. going to happen. But I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm kind of okay that it had that 70 whatever percent discount. Yeah. Because before I was like, what, well, what are they going to do with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter that it's got all those buildings. It's still... A, a a haunted property. Mm-hmm. We'll call it. Yes, right? it's true. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what they do with it. Turn it into a haunted house. Right. You know, I mean, I would love to have the best Halloween party ever. Yeah. It just needs to be an amusement style park because that's what he built it to be. Mm-hmm. And there should be some of that. And I think that, well, now that I say that out loud, I think that that actually maybe makes it worse. Mm-hmm. If people think that it's, I mean, I think I'm back to the hauntedy. You know, you make it kind of a serious place like they did Paisley and not oh, some place. Sure. Because if you go and you make it too fun, <laughs> I think that no. it makes light yep. of stuff that people are, are correct are saying are very serious mm-hmm. you know, concerns. Yeah. So maybe we just have to make it. It's a museum yeah. about a very, you know, we have to say whether you um, whatever side of the story you on, that he was a prolifically interesting human being. Yeah. Yeah, you for know? sure. Controversial and yes. um, complicated person. Right. I don't know what the truth is. And I, you know, I was one of those super Michael Jackson fans. Right. Um, just all through my childhood, I rejected boy bands. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wanted to even talk about new kids on the block, <laughs> I was like, who are they? You know, it was like an assault right. on my on Michael Jackson <laughs> to me. It was you? like them mm-hmm. versus us mm-hmm. type of a thing. Um and idolized him, and I just was pretty devastated at any news I ever heard about him right. being 
a child molester or creepy in any way. There or, are a lot of people in that camp with you, Don. And a I, lot of people. And maybe I'm naive, but I don't. I still believe that, like, you don't. We don't. We weren't there, and we don't know the truth. Right. We really would don't know the truth. Right. There is no concrete evidence Mm -hmm. uh, other than witness testimony. And it doesn't mean that I'm victim shaming or blaming them in any way. I'm saying I kind of am in a neutral place. Right. Right. So that's just me. (laughs) Um, But I still would go to Neverland Ranch. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if we can use this story as a cautionary tale to create a scenario where other atrocities, uh, other things don't happen. I don't want to use atrocities in this one because I am similar Mm -hmm. to you where I'm going, okay, if we can't prove this one or the other, it did spark a conversation that will help protect other people. Right. Um, And I think that that's one of the positives we can take out of regardless of what side you're on, on that it's like, okay, this made us go, okay, we're not gonna, we're gonna learn better about not victim shaming and how to have these conversations uh-huh. and do those things. Right. That part I think is all great. Every time we have one of these stories, even, you know, I think it'd be, it, hopefully it becomes bigger than the celebrity mm-hmm. where it's like, no, this is what's going on all the time and people are not being heard and people are not being seen. Let's fix that. Right, you know, and because that hap- that could just happen in your neighborhood. So let's figure out how to uh, how to address that Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, yes, yeah. and not have it just be about well, was it Michael Jackson? Was it you know all these people? They might be terrible human beings, and that we just enabled them. But then, how does that work? Like, why was there a scenario that allowed this person to be enabled to such a great you know extent? Mm-hmm. So we still need to just talk about the thing. And I think that's the other reason why we're like a hundred million dollars for Neverland Ranch was too much money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In our current real estate market, that's a way too much money with something that is not a quote unquote sure investment. Yes. You know, it's just not. Because there's a lot of people who are going to go, nope, we should burn that whole place to the ground. Yeah. There and are aren't like might us. even try. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. Well, yeah. And yeah. Going back to the museum part here, I just found an article from Time magazine. Apparently, the current owners were seeking a buyer that they did not want to plan to turn the turn it into like a Jackson museum. So mm. there is that, which is kind of weird. Like, what, what else are you going to sell it for exactly. if, if it's not for realistic? Because they, they can't develop it for developing because mm-hmm. it's nope. not in a, a developable. It's, you know, it's a big plot of land. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not designated for development. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So and, and if they don't want it to be a museum, and all I can see is that he said he wanted it for banking for land. And I just, I don't understand what, I hope they do something with it, like you guys said, to yeah. give some sort of message out of it, at least. Oh, but. yeah. Well, it's all going to be about money making. Right. I mean, because True. that's what they're into. So Exactly. Yeah. You know, and so that, I think you got to put some turnstiles up and let people wander through it. That's <laughs> right. I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'll go with you too. Let's get it. Let's we'll, take a day off. We'll work. <laughs> <laughs> when you learn how to do that, I'm on board. Okay. That's All perfect. Right. That's perfect. Uh, we still have to talk about your garage doors at some point. Oh, I keep forgetting about yeah, that. Okay. All you right. You want to do that next? Uh, yeah, let's do that next. And then if we get to it, we'll also talk about some other bad behavior going out there in oh, the uh, Hollywood yes. realms. And you are listening to My Talk 1071. It's the Donna and Steve show, of course, today. Now, Donna or Steve is Miss Shannon and Don McLean. We'll be right back on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us on My Talk 1071 and MyTalk1071.com. It's the Donna and Steve show. Today, though, it's uh, Miss Shannon and Don McLean along with producer Grant. Um, so, I do want to keep some of the things that Donna and Steve normally do. I know that we uh, actually, Don and I were just talking about how we're going to just not do some of the things that they do. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. No disrespect. Just not doing it. But I do like this. I do there. If you see something, say something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right, there's a restaurant in Beverly Hills. It's one of the fanciest, most exclusive uh, joints in L.A. Mm -hmm. It's secretly inviting people to an in-person New Year's Eve party and asking people that they invited to keep it on the low. And that's working out so well for them. But it also... <laughs> but we it, get to talk about but it today. At the same time, but also to spread the word. Okay? <laughs> the well, restaurant is La Scala. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this Beverly Hills location. And they're doing this speakeasy thing. Mm-hmm. So they're slipping these invites to... It's like to-go orders for New Year's Eve dine-in events. And they're being cute about it. Uh, They're doing like a 20s era prohibition type thing. It says um, somebody screenshotted it, sent it to TMZ, of course. (laughs) Oh, welcome back to the 20s prohibition speakeasy New Year's Eve dinner. We're considering taking reservations for New Year's Eve dinner inside. Hmm. If this is something you'd be interested in, please let us know as soon as possible. If enough interest, we'll contact you back for a secure reservation. Please keep Keep this discreet, but tell your friends. Okay. So you can all just talk amongst yourself and go, do you feel like breaking quarantine? I feel like breaking quarantine. Now, if some of your friends happen to be Beverly City officials, um, that's bad for this restaurant. They issued a harsh, harsh uh, rebuke. But at this point, they don't have any threats to shut this thing down, which is a problem because they're in lockdown. In California. Agreed. I have some, you know, some of my good friends are out in, mm-hmm. in Cali. And here's the thing that I think is interesting about it. Um, I know that everybody is on a different, not everybody, but a lot of us are on very different comfortability levels with um, social settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I understand that trying to find like-minded people, you know, that's how pods work. Like you have your little, like, here's, you know, this, you know, we're all, you know, we here, if we, if we use the Twin Cities example, here's the... I don't care about it. Let's drive to Wisconsin. And then there's the, well, I'll just hang out with my family. Then there's, well, I have a couple of friends and we're all kind of mask wearers. So we do that. So there's layers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that this takes that to the next level where it's, okay, who's <laughs> willing to go to this secret underground party with me? And right. that is like, if like, yeah, it's, it, but I kind of get it. But I think that those things still have to happen more organically. I don't think that we're in a position in this world where any business is going to be where they're just going to let that go. They're going to continue to have uh, uh, officials go, yeah, this is not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. It isn't cool. Mm -hmm. This is a famous place. You know, you had all kinds of like Frank Sinatra You've got uh, just people like that. Famous faces. It's one of the oldest restaurants in L.A. And it is really hard to keep a restaurant open in L.A. It doesn't matter who Agreed. you are, mm-hmm. especially or in in Beverly Hills, especially. So, um, you know, they've had a long list of celebrities. This is where people right. go on dates to impress their yes. celebrity friends if they're already a celebrity. You know, <laughs> just right. one of those joints. So, um, you know, it's just it's really risky to do that. And is it worth it? I really think that some of these celebrities believe like they're above 
everything. Or they can figure out a way that it's 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 not going to impact them as hard as it would anybody else. And those I think are the celebrities that are still throwing giant house parties. And True. then they, you know, and you see it and you go, "Okay, I get it." But also, how is that working out for him? It's like it's so easy to get dragged as a celebrity in mm-hmm. normal circumstances. Do you mean, want that? Now you're getting dragged because it's like well, the rest of us are trying to yeah. figure out how to stay home and stay away from my grandma because uh-huh. I don't want to get my grandma sick and you're just grandmas. doing your stuff. And yes. then you're out doing the stuff. <laughs> it's just not a good look. I mean, how many paparazzi are going to be outside of this restaurant? All, all the. I mean, all they're going to have to cover up the windows. They have a lot of big windows in the front where you can see right in. I mean, that's what L.A. Nobody's is gonna about. Nobody's going to want to be seen walking into this. Even if think. they bring them in through the back door, there are going to be people back there waiting. It's just, it's over, guys. The it's only the- people, yeah, it's going to be just a a, a a party full of people that are anti-lockdown anyway. Sure. And that'll be interesting if it turns into like a protest statement, yeah. which maybe it might. That's I think true. that's the only way they're going to get people at this thing mm-hmm. is it's yeah. all the people that are already upset with their governor in California and don't want the shutdown to continue. Yep. Yep. I think you're right about that. But there's no way that anybody going in and out of there is going to get away with this. Oh, gosh. And no. not being seen. So and they then need to be, be proud. Yeah. You better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. They need to be. Uh, this is my jam. Yeah. I want to go down in this particular dumpster <laughs> fire. And then they'll be fine. If that's what they're like, if I'm going to go down, this is what I'm willing to go down as part of. Cool. Mm-hmm. Like, get some T-shirts, everybody. You know, kind of get some statements, make some signs that go, hello, this is, you know, I'm I'm Lamar Odom and I have decided to go down to this dumpster fire. Then do it. Yeah. Be proud about it. At least. Exactly. Yes. So, oh. Okay. So Kanye West, we got time to talk about him. Yes, we do. Okay. He was on. We were just talking about Nick Cannon. He was on his podcast, uh, Cannon's Class is what it's called. Yes. And he was all over the place. I mean, <laughs> of course. wow, what a surprise. He I know. Discussed- his, yeah. Lately, he has been incredibly scattered every time he does an interview yeah mm-hmm. um and you know he has revealed that he is bipolar and unmedicated so right. a lot of times i feel like that's where this is coming from feeling manic right uh, he discussed religion planned parenthood forbes uh, his presidential campaign the 2009 vmas why he's bringing that up again oh my <laughs> gosh let it go right and i just think that you know it because Kanye is another one of those incredibly interesting people. And I have some friends that super are giant Kanye supporter fans in spite of the fact that he says all of this stuff. Because they have been on his side for multiple reasons because of how talented an artist he is when he came out with his bipolar you know, things. like It's almost to the point that you don't want to say, hey, Kanye, you can't say that. I or know. you shouldn't be talking about that. But it is also disheartening that we are encouraging him when some of this behavior seems unhealthy. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Something that was concrete that we nailed down as far as what he actually talked about is how much money he spent on Sunday service. Right. Which is his church effort uh, in the cult that he's trying to create. (laughs) Not a cult, but it It seems seems very culty. Nope. You can call a cult a cult. Yeah, yeah. This is, if, if anything... 
was a borderline cult. Yeah, like a cult. If, if, okay, well, a lot of a lot of cults you don't hear about until it's too late. Yeah, if anything was a budding cult. Yeah, where, because he's trying to build whole communities up in Montana, ex- and they were like, exactly. I don't know about that. If we had a cult that was social media based, and most of them are not, because that's part of being a cult is that once you're in it, don't tell other people you're in it. Mm-hmm. But that's how Kanye does stuff. Is like I'm gonna have the most fabulous cult ever. Um, it's eventually. He's going to call it a cult. (laughs) He's going to write a rap song about it. He's going to write it. Yeah, remember he was trying to build those dome homes? Yep. Yep. And so that's very culty. Okay, anyway, so he spent spent $50 last year on Sunday service. Now, this includes he had a couple of operas that he did. Um, He flew all these people down to Jamaica. uh, And he used his profits from his Yeezy brand mm-hmm. to build up and create Sunday service. <laughs> so instead of paying for ads, he said, I invested in the church. I invested in spreading the gospel. Right. And if that's your thing, well, I mean, this is, you know, if you're into Jesus like Kanye is, you're probably like, wow, that's awesome. Right. Now, he does have a couple of bills that he needs to pay because his choir is suing him oh, for $15 right. million dollars because they were unpaid. Um, they had to do a lot of overtime and we're including crew and all this stuff for one of those operas. That is the part that is not culty. That and is, I think, but yeah. that's the part that I think Kanye believes I think he kind of thought he wasn't going to have to pay these people because it was a church. Yeah. Like, I think he thought that, uh, you know, that, well, I and I hate them. whenever I have to say, I think he thought I yeah. uh, full disclosure, don't know what Kanye was thinking, but I feel like in his brain from the things he said in um, interviews, it's a church. You're volunteering your time. People don't get paid, paid from going at the church. Right. So why are you asking me for money? And these people are like, this is a job. Yeah. I am a hired choir member. I am, yeah. And if you change your opera at the last minute and uh, make me stay for 24 hours solid, mm-hmm. all these people need to be paid. Correct. They don't just do that because we're so on board with your project that we want to make it as right as you do. No. It's no. like, no, if you work us over, then we're need to be paid time and a half yeah. and that's where the real money problems lie with that right and he's still thinking but you it was time and a half for jesus so yeah. not <laughs> yeah. why would you expect overtime oh, from jesus god. and that's just kanye these yeah days. oh gosh oh but uh yeah that's what's going on with kanye mm-hmm. and there were a few other things in this article but i but we don't have time don't to get know. to it but we want to open that can of worms so yeah. if you want to know more we'll make sure that we put that on our social media poor kanye out there in his cult Mm-hmm. So, but you could say one of these days, you know, 20 years from now, might be like, hey, I was there the day that we, you know, the Don and Shannon announced it was a cult. So that's right. We're <laughs> right. first on the scene to announce it is the to cult call of a Kanye. Cult, a cult. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, they have the shoes. Remember the Hale Bob comic cult? Right. Right. They had special shoes. <sighs> okay. We're, see, we're just helping people. Yeah. Naming things is important. So, <laughs> yes. you're listening to the Donna and Steve show. I'm Miss Shannon. That's Don McClain. We'll be right back on My Talk 107. One.